0: The people that brought you the Ultimate Warrior beating Hulk Hogan at Wrestlemania (laughs) 6 present (laughs) WWE Studios Leprechaun Origins. It's Shocktober, and I'm not Dan McCoy. Yeah, that was good. I'll try to be respectful. This is a guest space. We're guests here.
1: Okay. I took my shoes off in the Japanese style um, before I really made myself comfortable, but I am going to get deep in those butt divots in the couch. And I'm going to really explore the
0: space. I use the guest towels. I, why are you guys doing jokes? This, sh- this isn't even the show. Okay. I haven't started the show yet. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Flop House. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. And I'm Clint McElroy. We're not usually here. Sometimes we are. I mean, we're, we're always here. We're always a, a grim specter hanging out in the background. Imagine if for, for several many years, like 18 years, you've been watching the flop house from a single camera. The camera has, finally, after all these years, pans to the right, and there's a reveal that we have been sitting on a slightly <laughs> larger couch. This entire time. <laughs> Recording our own podcast called The Slop House,
1: which was the original name of The Adventure Zone, which is the podcast that we have switched with this week.
0: Yeah, so if you would rather just hear Dan and Stuart and Elliot, I do not blame you. They were playing D&D. Just switch the channel on your podcast tuner <laughs> over to The Adventure Zone, which is our D&D podcast. And you can listen to them play d d which I honestly wish I was listening to right now. So I, you know, there's no hard feelings. They're well, over there. we, probably, we, we are going to do our best. Like let's let's be clear here. I think yeah, you no, guys might like this episode. It's just hard for me to focus on the episode when I'm
1: worried about what those three are doing to my intellectual property over there.
2: Oh
0: yeah, good point.
1: <laughs> they could be yeah. kill, they could be killing all of your characters off, and then and then where where, where will we be? I just, you can kill I, Magnus. I guess that's true. Um, what what movie do we is watch? There,
0: is there a show canon? Griffin, who established. I it?
1: said that I told them to to go nuts, go wild,
0: do what they want to do, explore explore the space. Hey, let's talk about this movie that we watched. Okay, so we watched Leprechaun Origins from WWE Studios. I I read somewhere that it's been thirteen years since the last Leprechaun yeah. movie. That this was Which a reimagining. It it's was... been, hadn't been that long. It was 2000- Leprechaun. Uh, back, back to the hood. the hood It was 2004, right? Yeah,
1: uh, so it's been it's been a, a, a crisp 11 years, um, and it should have stayed dead. It should have we sh- we shouldn't have come back,
0: or at least if it was not going to stay dead, it should have brought the the one that was Leprechaun back to life. Warwick Davis. Warwick I, Davis. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. desperately disappointed. That it was not anything like the other Leprechaun movies. Well, that's they, the
1: thing. The dude, the the president of WWE Studios, did all these interviews back in 2014. Uh, because uh, he was like, "We got guys. Good news. We got Hornswoggle, and he's finally gonna he's finally gonna fucking get the respect that he deserves." And on the silver screen, we got Hornswoggle. Guys, we got Hornswoggle. We booked him, folks. We did it. We did it. We booked Hornswoggle. But this, hey, this isn't your dad's Leprechaun. You
0: remember how the, the old leprechauns were a fun murder romp? Yeah. There was a lot of humor. There's a lot of it humor. Was, it was a weird, like, you know, very B-movie horror movie. Oh, I think you're being generous with, <laughs> with the, the B. Yeah, it was a J-movie.
1: He <laughs> fucking, Warwick Davis kills somebody with well, a pogo well, stick. He jumps on a le- chest with a pogo stick and
0: kills a man. Leprechaun Takes Japan was a J-movie. The true. was produced
1: there and directed there. And then there was the K-drama series, uh, <laughs> Lep- Leprechaun Grocer. And that was just about a grocery store, and the the two clerks loved each other very much. But also, Warwick Davis
0: was there, and he sometimes killed people in fun ways. I well, we've got a lot of plot, by which I mean very, very little to get through. So let's yeah, start to we're yeah, that's all, I'm
1: trying to I'm trying to pad it because we could guys we could record this. This could be a 15 minute record because we could say here's the plot of Leprechaun Origins: people walk around slowly, and then somebody gets and horrifically laugh. murdered, and, and then we laugh just that weird thing they laugh at every revelation, and then we just gonna we, we could just cut and paste that six times over. That's all the this movie is just fucking Tra- people walking slow. I know Travis
0: took notes. Yes, I would like to hear Dad's synopsis, and Travis, you fill in <laughs> as needed. Okay, because I think I think it's going to be pretty general. Okay, is that okay with you, Travis? Uh, yes, but if he starts to diverge too much, I'm going to jump in and take over That's so that fine. we don't have a three hour long episode. Okay, Dad, give me the give me the plot overview. Of the film Leprechaun Origins
2: starring Hornswoggle. It starts in Ireland. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and the first thing we see is a, uh, an attractive young couple. And they're running through weeds for some insane reason. Nobody in horror movies can run through weeds mm-hmm.
1: without or, falling down.
0: Or, or they, they could be running through
1: a white room. They, they could be running through a sound stage that is completely featureless.
0: And then they would find some, some
1: sort of ridge on the atomic level
0: to trip over. So <laughs> and we start like that, off- My favorite moment in that as they're running through the tall grass is at one point, for no reason, the female says, stop. And they stop <laughs> running. The female? What are you, a Ferengi? <laughs> the female of the species. The female of the species. She wears clothes? Why? Why, Why do you allow this, Earthman? So
2: then they go running through. You've been disrespected. The most overgrown cemetery in history. Yeah. It
1: doesn't have weeds, it has trees. Well, what are they, they going to do? I, you can't get a fucking uh, lawn guy in there. He'll be, he'll be devoured by the horn swaggle. And
2: then they steal from Jurassic Park. Yeah. They steal from the raptors in the
1: weeds. I mean, shot for shot. One of maybe 60 movies that Leprechaun Origins just straight up just Just lifts from, unapologetically.
0: And and let me say here, just a spoiler alert, this 30-second opening... Tells as much story as the rest of the movie put together. And yeah. it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. The, it, it, it also starts a theme that we see continue throughout Leprechaun Origins, which is a very, very, very overused horror setup that you expect, like, just statistically, will be subverted in some way, and then it is not. It is, it is- it is
2: exactly the biggest rip-off plot-wise.
1: It's, I, I made the point to to Rachel. It is basically like four high school students saw the first two-thirds of Cabin in the Woods and then tried to recreate it using
0: yeah, props right. and There's literally the a line in this movie where someone goes, it's a cabin in the woods. Yeah. And yeah. they might as well have just like turned towards the camera and stared at it for like and, five minutes.
1: And here's Bradley Shitford. He's the knockoff <laughs> Bradley Whitford, and we got him in this one. So so the two hot kids get dragged into the
2: woods and chomped uh, or or whatever.
1: That was that was when the that was when the shine came right off the old leprechaun apple for me, because you saw a bloody hand with fingers that had been bitten off. It's like well, that's not really the old clear. Lepre- here.
0: They were bitten off because he was wearing a gold Bear, ring, and gold these ring, fools yeah. love gold.
2: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. we later learn poorly. Sure. Um, so then uh, we 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 encounter our four main characters. Now you never do learn the names of two no. of them: Sophie, Ben, no.
0: Jenny, and David. One is one is Sophie, and I got and, that forty five minutes in. Yeah. And there is a strong
2: correlation between the Scooby Gang. Just without Scooby. If,
1: if the Scooby gang fucking despised each other. Yeah. If, the, if the Scooby gang had no, like, semblance of, of care for the well-being of each other. Yeah.
0: Not even amongst the couples.
2: Oh my god, they're the worst dysfunctional couples in history. Yeah. Sophie is the correlation with Velma. She's like a sexy Velma. So, a Velma. Yeah, just a Velma. You're being redundant. Oh,
0: that's true. Just, uh,
2: uh, and then Jenny is the Daphne. She's the rebellious Daphne. Right. And then you have Ben, who is the non-roided out Fred. Ben
1: is nobody. Ben is nothing.
0: Ben, he's is, not only ben is a shade out. of a man. I think his T levels are real low. Yeah, he's just he seems to fade. If you don't look at him directly, he becomes <laughs> translucent. <laughs> he's a non-presence. And then you have Dave, who is shaggy. Dave, yeah. who is the greatest man alive. Yeah. Dave David the Unkillable you know, I love you know Dave. He, and you know he's cool cuz he chews
2: gum and he doesn't like sleeves Yeah That's I true. love Dave.
0: Dave has my favorite moment in the whole movie and it comes in the first 5 seconds Oh We're yeah like, what is it It's they're riding in the chicken truck and at one point Dave just goes chicken and it <laughs> made me laugh so hard and it was like 3 seconds of the movie and it was easily my favorite moment
2: well, they ride in, and all of a sudden, uh, the 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 guy who's driving the truck—they're on this walkabout, a
1: day trip in Ireland. Which this this sales pitch for this fucking walkabout is the craziest thing I've ever heard. These are these are four like, 20-somethings in Ireland on a trip, and this strange Irishman... Oh, Sophie is really into getting her, what, her master's in history or something like well, that? Well, she's sort yeah. of into it. Yeah. So of course she can read Celtic languages, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course, and it's, it's, it's established uh, when she says, I don't think I'm actually going to go get my master's for history. And Jenny says, uh, you've wanted to get your master's in history since you were two. Yeah. What, a, what a fucking... <laughs> crazy aspiration.
0: So they hate each other. They yeah, they hate each other. Yeah. Also, each they other. hate everything they're doing. And, like, and so every, the- everything they do is like, oh, we found a tavern. <laughs> oh. And the spot, they were psyched to go on a seven hour
1: hike to see some cool rocks. This isn't, this is, these aren't human beings. They, like, nobody okay. gets a sight to see for a seven-hour walk to see some dope-ass the, old
0: Irish rocks. The I, one, the one girl is, doesn't even have a backpack. The backpack? They, they, they don't have Ireland, any food. She's got a, they don't have any a, clothes. She's got a messenger bag. Yeah.
2: Uncle Fester pulls the truck <laughs> yeah. over, and they jump out of it. This is he won't go. He won't go any farther. This no is, alarm bells there. This
1: is where we meet Sad Son, my favorite character of the movie. Well, Sad well, Son, they, the constantly crying Irish boy. Before they even get there, <laughs> when, when
2: they get dumped right there in the field, they look over and see this spooky. Duck Dynasty-looking guy. Yeah. yeah. And and there's this exude, and never, never see up.
0: him again. He's just a weird old Santa with a, a skinny... He looked like Santa when he stopped eating, when he got really depressed, and Rudolph the red is reindeer, Uh Reindeer, just holding a shotgun and staring at them. So, and Dad, I, well, and I, I want you guys to know, to Dad's point, I also wrote down, Oh, shit, Duck Dynasty. Okay. <laughs> I, I I think you guys maybe
1: miss out on something. That was not a real man. That was a Scarehorn Swaggle. And you put those out in your fields. You put those out in your fields of oh, is it probably barley? You A scare swoggle. You put that oh. out in the fields, and your scare swaggle is going to keep the horn swaggles away. Because otherwise, you're some some twenty somethings are going to get absolutely.
2: We have made it
0: three minutes into this okay. film, and it right. sucks.
2: So they head into they head into town, and and this is where we get the first inkling of the directorial majesty that is Zach Lipovsky. They walk up, they walk up to this pub, whatever it is. And all four of them do the exact same move. They take two steps forward. They turn back and face the camera and take two steps back. It's all four of them do the exact <laughs> like synchronized. same. It's like choreography or <laughs> synchronized swimming. They look down. They find their marks on the floor. Right. Oh, my gosh. It was horrible. Um, so then they go into this uh, this tavern, which is full of the creepiest damn people
0: that have ever lived yeah and and let me stress here it is literally in the middle of nowhere and yeah. there's 50 60 patrons in this bar at what seems to be two o'clock in the afternoon yeah and it's like banging like they they didn't spend money on anything they got 60 extras for this one scene this uh, tavern uh, is of which, popping off
2: uh, only two of which we ever see again right. Correct. Yeah. um but they're 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 in this pub for like Twenty seconds, and they're already at each other's throats. Yeah,
0: they hate each other's guts.
2: Uh, the Ben, the non-roided out, see-through the Fred. Yeah, just the fucking worst dude. Guy, just the worst dude. Within twenty seconds, he and he and uh, and uh, and Sophie are fighting. Uh, the two couples are pissed at each other, and within thirty seconds, a complete stranger talks them into heading out into the
0: wilderness with him. Here, okay, let me break this scene down super quick. An old, old Irishman hears their conversation, turns around, and is like, "Oh, you like old shit, huh?" I know one p- thing that's really old, and there she was like, "It's not in the guidebook." He's like, "It's the oldest thing. It's the cradle of the Celtic civilization." And he's like, "The she's like, well, it's not in my guidebook." He's like, "Well, you won't find this in any of your books." That's in like that's insane. Do you realize how insane that sounds? That this is like. The oldest thing in Ireland, and like, oh, it's not in any books. And then it's not any
1: books because you have to walk seven fucking that's, that's, hours that's, to that's see. That's the it.
0: cherry. That's the cherry. He said, Well, it's a seven hour hike. Do you know, like, if I heard the phrase, fr- they hear seven hour hike and don't immediately like upturn their table and walk out. Well, because, okay, logically, he then says, If you spend the night, set off in the morning. You could be back by tomorrow evening. That's seven hours there, seven hours back. You got about <laughs> ten seconds to enjoy the cradle of Celtic civilization before you have to head back because it's going to be midnight by the time you. We get
1: have to, we have to go forward. They they travel to the they travel to this cabin. So they jump in the back and they're drinking
2: beer and, and getting Irish attitude. son.
1: yeah, crying son, and he's
2: all unhappy. And the dad has a gold Rolex which, gosh,
1: no way that's going to figure into the quote-unquote plot. Can we talk about, uh, can we talk about the, the, uh, the way that gold is expressed in this movie? Because traditionally, leprechauns, watches, earrings, tongue rings, not their game. <laughs> Usually it's just sort of coins. Yeah, just like
0: mainly just Oh, follow the, follow the rainbow to my pot of watches. What? <laughs> Look at me, tongue stud collection. The most probably the most insane thing about the watch is that it let me just let me just flash forward in case you haven't already pieced this together. He's luring them into the woods to let the Leprechaun kill them. The crazy thing about that is he uses the watch as like An indicator. It's like a sock on the door in your dorm room. I thought it was a chum. He was chumming the water. He was chumming the water. But here's the crazy part. Before he chums the water by putting a gold watch outside the sacrifice house for these teens, he wears it on his fucking (laughs) wrist (laughs) in like he drives into the heart of Leprechaun country wearing this Uh, solely so it could be established as a as something that like is in the plot. Right. You can see it again. But like he's Wearing it it's a senti- place he knows the leprechaun lives. That
1: is sentimentality. The, the, they are sacrificing 20-somethings to the leprechaun because they took gold from the leprechaun. And instead of just giving it back, which was enough to placate Warwick Davis... Uh, they decide that, no, I love my watch too much, so I'm going to let these 20-somethings get absolutely murdered. Of course, every time you do this transaction, apparently you lose a piece of gold using it as chum. So he that, was wearing the watch as like a last memory, like, oh, watch, you've served me well over the years. That's the Vig, yeah, that yeah. extra piece of gold. <laughs> so they go up to this cabin,
2: and and they go past the nice cabin, mm-hmm. and they go to the crummy cabin, which l- looked exactly the same as the nice cabin, <laughs> except the crummy cabin has locks on the outside of the door, and these four dumbasses do not, not pick a, up on that. Well, at and at you all. can't. You
0: get my favorite Christ on moment. You got to prevent break-ins. Oh, From
1: yeah. who? From the, From uh, the uh, no. You have to prevent breakouts because that's not how locks work. They go on the inside of doors. <laughs> So they go
2: into this, this cabin, which apparently to us only has the one door, and immediately, being young, vibrant—well, three of them uh,
0: people—they immediately go to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: where, uh,
0: where? Wait, ben please don't and, skip over my second favorite uh, oh. dude line. Uh, whatever Shaggy's line was. David. We got a queen size. Oh, yeah. yes. He's very, that came very that is that is the button. For a very long <laughs> establishing
1: scene, like walking around, there's a creepy fucking cabin. No, ele- no Wi-Fi, no electricity, don't even worry about it. We got to Queensland! Like
0: full-blown yeah, no
2: Oprah
1: vibrato.
0: But they have these lanterns that click on immediately. Yeah. yeah. He's and an also, dog. no food. They're yeah. planning a 14-hour round-trip hike the next and day. In the no Leprechauniverse, food.
1: the only thing that needs to eat food for nutrients and subsistence <laughs> is the
0: hornswoggle. They they literally walk out of the bar, and get into a truck and go on a 14-hour hike. <laughs> the wildest thing about the stupid cabin sequence is well first off I should mention for some reason they have a six pack of Guinness in like a wooden milk crate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a wooden or a shoe shine. Oh, it wasn't brand happy's beer crate. Yeah, um the the uh so we they're in the uh in the cabin and night falls and Jennifer, is that the one that's not Jenny. Sophie? Jenny, um, sees a shape moving outside. Oh, wait, you skipped over the whole part. Both women Want try to, to come try to on get to, get to the two dudes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One dude falls asleep, and the other dude's like, He's got, just not interested. And Ben book. might as well have turned to her and said, I hate you. Oh Yeah, I hate your, yeah. I hate your history-loving guts. Ben,
1: ben, is a, ben is a cuckold. I'm over-talking about him. Uh, and then
2: Jen and Dave, who haven't been able to keep their freaking hands off each other for the first twenty minutes of the movie, he's he's out.
0: Yeah, he's so, but in Dave's defense, he did just drink a six pack of Guinness without <laughs> eating a fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. for he days. might be dead in that scene. Yeah, he yeah. So anyway, night falls. Jenny sees the uh, a shape moving outside, and she gets spooked. Right, she yells for Dave. Dave says, and I wrote this line down verbatim because it was so awesome. He says. <laughs> that's why they call it the woods, babe. Lions and tigers and chickens and shit. What? <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> that's not why
0: they there's, call it the woods. There's tigers in them. They're Irish woods. There's yeah, and chickens is. And not that's part why they call it the woods. Yeah. What should we call this thing? Well, it's got tigers and lions and shit in it. How about the woods?
1: So this is this is our first leprechaun interaction. He makes his way into the house. Oh, they realize that the doors are locked from the outside. Now they get it. Thanks. Oh, yeah. yeah and apparently- he has the line. They're going to sacrifice us to the leprechaun. No, yeah. that's, that doesn't come until later. They don't understand. No, no. They just yeah. see a they just see a a, 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 a pasty white hornswoggle jump into Wait, the room. A wild, they, horn, a wild hornswoggle attacks. Here's the thing. They're
2: reestablishing this when when the when the leprechaun runs past the window. That's as big a reveal as we're going to get practically Correct.
0: for a very long time.
1: They never. Let's can we talk can we talk about Hornswoggle? I don't know how familiar <laughs> you guys are with the WWE Studios brand, but th- like the way that this whole fucking thing works. First of all, WWE Studios is like if if people from WWE Studios watched like the recent sci-fi originals and said like What's it, what if we did that but not fun? Like what if we did that but we took all sort of like uh, a- acknowledgement of how bad this movie is going to be, and any sort of yeah, fun in the WWE writing Studios out of it. No, WWE
0: not more fun. I thought for sure. No, dude, that would be a brand associated
1: but, with fun. It, that that it's perplexing, right? But what's more perplexing is typically how it works, except for there was the call with Halle Berry and Abigail Breslin, neither of which are WWE superstars, unless Abigail Breslin is <laughs> I, is I don't know is Sin Cara Hornswoggle. We don't know what's going on underneath Sin Cara's mouth. Might be Abigail Breslin in there, but but. Typically how it works is like you get you get Cena Evil starring Kane. You get a WWE superstar and they are the pillar of the cast of the movie. You get them you get the, you get the John Marine, Cena, the John Marine Cena and the Marine. Right. And yeah, and they or, made four of those. Yeah, and the, yeah. in the recent ones it's the Miz in the Marine. And this time you get Hornswoggle who's a WWE superstar. I I'm a fairly recent WWE convert so I missed most of, most
0: of the Hornswoggle dynasty. But I saw one pretty crazy uh like his top ten moments, okay? He's, he's awesome. Swuggle. Yeah. He uh, the uh, he leaps out from under the stage and tackles a wrestler. I can't, tad, I can't remember tad, which one. The tadpole splash is his signature move. That's yeah. true. It's so, awesome. He, he's fucking awesome. But then the announcers, are, every word out of their mouth is, what is that thing? It's attacking him. What is that thing? As it's if they'd never seen a little person. It's before. a little person, right? I mean, exactly, sir. It's a little person. Right. It's not an it.
1: He also it's had some like, of the best. He had some of the best WWE plotlines forever. He he for a long time. He was sort of the uh, manager of a like super big Irish man, and he was like a leprechaun, and that's sort of how like the WWE works sometimes. Uh, but then there was a plotline where he was Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. Oh yeah. yeah. And then there was a plotline where he was the shadow ruler of the WWE, and yeah. nobody knew his true identity. His name is Horns. Swaggle, and he's awesome. And in this movie, he plays a he put he's he's fucking Voldemort. He's Voldemort with a gory he's face. Voldemort,
0: if he had acid thrown on him and then it, it was it, dipped in wax,
1: If he, he's it, an acid burn Voldemort. It could have been fucking anybody playing the leprechaun. You got you got Hornswoggle. Would just be it could have been Andy Serkis and there. It could have been, been Hulk Hogan. It, it could have been, been Hogan. It okay, yeah.
0: okay, so I, I, if you've ever played a video game and gone into a cave level and you and and every video game that has a cave level has this you'll hear like skittering around like oh gosh what is that the first thing that jumps out at you and you hit it with your sword once and it dies that's what the leprechaun is in this movie like mm-hmm. you expect like in order for them to be it, this to be a palpable threat you would need like thousands of them as they in the first the first encounter with the leprechaun they throw a bed on him. And that's <laughs> yeah, a solid true. five minutes struggle yeah, for, for this five leprechaun. Minutes, like, Not a bed. Oh, you found me one the, weakness. The and yet
2: later it can bash indoors. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Jump so through
1: a are. wall. Yeah, well, beds are their
2: weakness. Leprechauns okay. are afraid of sleep. Well, and so, then, so they all come out, and at one point. Well, uh, now hold
0: on. We okay. get to see our first bit of violence towards one of our four uh, main people. And right. that is the leprechaun being a real dick and pulling her her earring Jenny's out of her earring. earlobe right out of her ear Jenny yeah she gets a rough
2: she rough, gets a rough uh, right the two the two horny people <laughs> her and shaggy yeah. they get take all kinds of abuse the uh, hornswoggle reaches in plucks her earring out of her ear and everybody starts screaming exactly
0: it's every move every quote unquote scare this movie has is the exact same thing it's somebody doing something it's it's uh, Mark Kermode, film critic in the UK I listen to, he, he calls it quiet, 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 bang. That's the only scares that this movie has is quiet, quiet, quiet. Except, ah, except leprechaun. in Leprechaun
1: Origins, they did like a really clever twist on it. And that is quiet, 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 quiet. This movie is people walking around corners at Negative two miles an hour. It's a fucking. It's a ho- the pacing in this movie is a disaster. And then there's like the pacing in this
0: episode is a disaster. Let's see if we can move along. Okay, the mo- fine. Oh,
1: the leprechaun starts chasing him
0: around. They this, flip
1: a bed on him, and this he's- camera.
2: They throw yeah, and then they. Dis- and then of course, smart, smart, uh, smart. Uh, Sophie. Sophie realizes that the secret passage that the monster used to come through the fireplace is a jar. So they start. Heading out. How would he fit in a going, jar? Oh, yeah, it's oh, wide open. They run out. Uh, oh, uh, uh, David. David gets his leg and ripped. Da- now, please let me have this one. Yeah. The the leprechaun rips David's leg open to the bone yeah. and beyond. Basically, rips the first third of his leg <laughs> yeah. off. He's got a. Right? He's got a le now. And and, and yet. For the next twenty minutes, he's running on yeah, it. Yeah, he's has he, well, no he
0: blood. a little bit. Yeah, this yeah. doesn't go
1: into shock. This is where we start to realize the true nature of this group of "quote unquote" friends. First of all, his leg wound is basically a honey ham jammed up in some jeans. Yeah. Um, so they had some. They had some fun with those <laughs> those it's practical nightmare. effects. Uh, and then they all start running, and nobody's helping David. Yeah. David is David's. David's up and about, which is impressive because he's he's. he's like, permanently just maimed. But he's doing okay. Not as good as the rest of the group who just book it. And nobody, help, nobody helps and him at all. And there's
0: a moment where he goes down, and it's illustrated, like, you watch Ben and Jen both go, oh, well, fuck Dave. <laughs> Keep yeah. running. And Ben Ben looks at him, takes off,
2: and then at least Sophie goes back to help him. Yes. Yeah. You definitely see the
0: moment where she's like, well, well. He's kind of oh. a shit. I do um, hate Dave. Did.
1: So from that point on, you know that she's the last girl. You know she's, the she's, a, she's, she's the, yeah. survivor, the Ripley. She's the survivor, right. Uh, yeah. they, they,
0: so then they get into the farmhouse. I, t- I love
2: how they get into the farmhouse. The big saving grace is they run against the door so many times. The spare key falls out of the jail.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, they proceed to do the worst search for a phone I've ever seen. Yeah. They flip the on most... the lights and they say, "We need to like let's look for a phone. Then they just... Mill in a Mill circle about, for a second. It is the most insane. Like you know how in movies you have the horror movies with, like this. You have like the one person who sort of knows what's going on that has to explain the plot. Leprechaun Origins didn't have time nor the budget for that sort of thing. So here's what here's the literal sequence of events. Remember, from uh, here's what they know, right? They've been attacked by a weird monster. Clearly, Hornswoggle. Were,
1: I, I I could, I could, could identify him by sight. Yeah. Uh,
0: they've been attacked by a weird monster. They have escaped to a second house. That is all they know. From that point, they go to look for uh, a, a phone somewhere in this house. And in the search for the phone, they find. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. They find a book that has. A picture of the rock they saw earlier and the symbols on the rock translate to leprechaun and from that
1: there's also it's, there's a map with, that shows the stones that they drove by earlier, and yeah. not the history buff, but Ginny <laughs> says that looks like some sort of ancient warding barrier.
2: Like, <laughs> whoa, Ginny from downtown! And the <laughs> and the book is open to the right
0: page, to yeah. the page. To well, here's what we didn't thing. know: Sophie is a history major, but Jen is deep into the dark arts. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Super, and from that, she just from graduated that, from Hogwarts. From those two pieces of. <laughs> it, it, Uh, uh, information, they extrapolate that they are being hunted by a leprechaun that they were supposed to be sacrificed to, and if they can get outside of the stone barrier, then they'll be safe. That is an insane journey Ah, to take mentally. That is a crazy, crazy path for them to walk. I have an explanation, though. Okay. Everybody in this
2: cast, everybody in this cast, all the way down has been on the show Supernatural. Oh, so they ha- every one of them, and this is not a joke. Every single one of them have played a character on Supernatural. Oh, really? So obviously, this is this, is, and either that or the casting director is the same casting director that worked for Supernatural. I know some. I know four four pretty looking people. And it goes like all the way to like impaled Ian and Hamish. The yeah, match, sure.
1: And every one of them have been
2: on Supernatural, so, so, so maybe so, that explains it.
1: Throughout, throughout this sequence where they're learning about the leprechaun's origins, you get a little bit more backstory on Dad and Crying Son. Crying Son doesn't want to kill 20-somethings anymore. Mm-mm. Crying no, Son's not position. four
0: of them. Not yeah, yeah. four of not them. He has four. a real issue with the yeah. number four. If it was one or two, he'd probably be okay with it. And I, I, say, I call him crying
1: son because he literally cries in every scene. <laughs> he's
0: he's sad for the whole. Movie. He's sad yeah. a lot. Sad Donald Logue is really sad. Yeah, he really he's... does look like Donald. Here is the here is the um in in one of the wilder sort of crazy plot points, um the the. Guys who sacrifice the teens come back with another guy uh, in the middle of the night after they kind of guess – that he's probably done murdering them. And goes, <laughs> He looks at go, his watch and goes, That should be enough time. That should be enough time. No, he doesn't he doesn't have his watch anymore because he used it as <laughs> yeah, check. You know, no, I yeah, mean the other Ian, guys, Ian, Ian checks his watch. That
1: should be enough time. That's my favorite line in the movie, by the way, is uh how long have we been out here? I seem to have misplaced my watch. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
0: closest they get to an actual anyway, they shoot back up, like cutting it, my friends. Quite close to when you think. Here's the thing: they're back there to clean up the abandoned cabin that they can lock from the outside. And we know because they walk up to the cabin with mops and, and cleaning yeah. supplies. So, hey, hey, dogs! That lock, that shit locks from the outside. It could probably wait. Your fucking merry maid's bullshit could probably wait until <laughs> the morning, my dudes, when the definite leprechaun will not be there. Their logic is so completely flawed because the panic when they reach the cabin and find not them dead is it hasn't eaten. But then we see over the next hour, the leprechaun, the hornswoggle, consume four people and still want to kill. Yeah. So And, the fir- and P.S. the first person he kills is the guy that they brought with him named Ian. The f- he's the first person he kills. and he, And he leaves him untouched. Just murdered and not eaten, apparently because he likes to fuck with people's heads. Yeah, he's a, yeah, well, the hornswoggle's a genuine bastard. But we've we, we've been informed that it's
2: gold that drives him.
1: Yeah, and maybe eating people. Yeah, like it's, eating, it's not or maybe, established, or maybe just sort of tearing okay. tearing the Good flesh. Point. So the Americans point, escape.
2: The I also American, want to point. Wait, I want to point out something. When they're in the basement and they find the book and they find the map, they. They're all. This is where they blew all of their props budget. There's glasses. There's passports. There are cell phones.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and they never even look at Let's the cell phones. Let's find phones. Well, here's a pile of sixty phones. No, not those.
0: Hey, I found <laughs> out of those 60 phones.
2: Phones.
1: Are you are you kidding me? Data roaming
2: in Ireland? No way. Um, and- and some of the worst editing ever. And this is the first indication we get. This movie was not sponsored by the, <laughs> by the Irish
1: Shotgun Camera. Or anybody, because they're going to be like, here's 60 amazing T Mobile cell phones. <laughs> okay, let's okay. move forward. We need to start getting to some
0: deaths. Okay. Um, well, but can I? I want to hit on one last thing, in, yeah, please. In very short. In this moment, so crying Donald Logue comes downstairs hunting for them in the basement, and he points his flashlight and then moves it six inches to the left and is surprised to see them yeah like he's <laughs> looking over here and he's just like oh That's great. there you That's are great and there And two
2: of them are holding shotguns on them and there's a standoff because well the other four have a p- pipe a pipe
0: oh a, pick. a broom. absolutely father you've touched on a- another key point no one in this movie specifically these 14s have ze- uh, zero respect for or fear of guns. Yeah. No, they're, they're useless. There's two moments where the first one is <laughs> the she stands off with a guy pointing a shotgun directly at her with an axe. Like, well, it's a Mexican standoff, I guess. Yep. It is not. No, it is not that they man has shot a shotgun. Guns. You are your work here is done. The neck like five minutes later, they get caught by uh they get caught let's just skip ahead of this. Yeah, okay? please. They please. get caught back up by the, the guys who are going to sacrifice them. And at this moment, they <laughs> have two shotguns pointed at them. And David hands uh <laughs> the dipshit boyfriend covertly hands him a pipe, yeah. as though now the worm has turned like a plumbing pipe, yeah. not a puff puff. Yeah, pipe. like a pipe. Like here you go. If I would have been the the boring guy, I would have handed that right back <laughs> to my friend. And I would have hey, handed it. I would have handed it to the shotgun people.
1: Yeah. Here you go. My boy was trying to give <laughs> me a hit. You hit. <laughs> right. I respect
2: your power. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've had our first death. Ian has been impaled on Yeah, Ian something. got caught. They get all tied mm-hmm. up to some trees. And they're tied up to four trees with bling all over them right. when they come to. They've had gold bling put all over them. Um, and so the leprechaun comes up. The same creature that chased them all through a cabin walks up to them tied to trees and can't close the deal.
1: Just can't, nope. Just sort of can't stand and, and, it out. And... Hates Jenny so Just much. Really, I can't stress this enough. The hornswall There are
0: people wearing huge gold necklaces, and there's like gold all over these people. And he's like, "No, what I want is that tongue stuff." Well, you know Which what I mean, we have, you know, have never seen yeah, before. Was not as no.
1: I think, um, then, I think that was less his 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 taste for gold, um, and more he when he reached into her mouth and then split her tongue in twain oh, by yeah. pulling out the tongue stud. <laughs> I think that was him like in his in his hornswoggle head. He was saying like, "Oh, sweetie. Oh, oh, sweetie. It's not 2007 anymore. We don't nobody's doing this. <laughs> let me
2: let necessary. me just
1: get this out of here for you."
2: Uh, so he bifurcates her tongue yeah. and then doesn't eat her, nope. doesn't kill her, but moves over to Shaggy and the thing that amazed me about this scene is all four of them are screaming. -hmm. Insanely, and that seems to be holding him off.
0: Yeah, like he's not. Could you keep it down? It's worth explaining super quick because I think it's been established at this point. What happened is the people in this village uh, mined a cave that they found for gold, and by which they mean they stole the leprechaun's gold. So their deal was rather than just returning the gold cuz they apparently are not going to do that <laughs> they have agreed to like put sacrificial teens into a house to feed him that's a crazy plot but the crazier thing is exactly how was this treaty reached yeah. i would like to see that fucking my, that cl- fucking my client p- the, p- the horn ma- yeah right <laughs> that what that meeting of the minds look like he
2: lays open Shaggy. Oh, Shaggy. Uh-huh. Good rips lord. Rips his gut open, which fortunately for Shaggy
1: also severs his bonds to the, ch- to the tree. At this, at this point, Shaggy has half a functioning leg. He has been disemboweled,
0: and he just gets right up, boy. He just he's stands just, right up. I, I tell you, he's the greatest living human. He's Because he uses, yeah. he uses his newfound lack of fear of death to run over and find a machete... Somewhere. And free the other three. And free the other ones. And free them.
1: And then, as an American hero, he dies on Irish soil, fighting for our freedom by... I guess he's, he's I guess seen. the hornswoggle just like what does the hornswoggle do? It, it, his death is one of the uh, non-explicit deaths in the movie. Yeah, um, he could he could have been tickled and, to and
0: death. Trust me, this movie cannot afford to lose them. They <laughs> yeah. did not have like cool deaths to spare.
2: So so they get off. The other three take off running. Um, uh, Jen's going because her, you know her tongue. Yeah, and Sophie out of nowhere, turns into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. For 30 seconds. (laughs) A
1: completely incompetent Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: We're not going to run away. We're gonna kill it. It's sheep. fucking insane. Yeah, and so they, the 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 two of them,
0: they run, and and Jenny's so freaked out. They tell her to hide under the cabin. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. want to. You'll be, be the only a- one outside. Yeah, she'll be the only one outside. This is seriously. Don't watch this fucking movie for reasons that we'll we'll cover in our in our final scores. Uh, but <laughs> f- do watch the 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 five minutes that begins with her saying we're gonna kill it, and the five minutes that follows that. Are the only good five minutes in the movie. They First, really you have this insane plot line where Ginny is so scared to be in the house where so they're gonna kill the leprechaun, she's gonna sit outside. Like Well, it's because she loves she
1: loves the leprechaun at that point. By that the by that point, movie. she she was not a big fan of David. Oh my god. Ginny and Hornswoggle, this whole thing, they were in cahoots. To get David
0: killed because they wanted to run off. She would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for Sophie. (laughs) If it wasn't for
1: Sophie and Ben, who (laughs) holy shit, you guys. Okay, so so, so, so the plan is they're
0: going to lure the hornswoggle back into the fireplace, right? And then Jenny's going to come up and lock it behind him. But she apparently can't wait thirty more seconds for some kind of signal or something, Something. or the Hornswoggle. It's also never clear in this movie whether the Hornswoggle is just like a mad monster or like a criminal genius. But Mm -hmm. in this moment, it all becomes clear. Because they're positioned with their axe and their pipe, I guess,
2: just on the inside of the cabin, on the other side of the secret entrance from the fireplace. And then Sophie, our brand new branded hero, the one that's now Buffy, they're waiting and waiting, and so, sure enough, a head pops out from under the uh, fireplace, and they bury an axe in it. And it's Ginny! And, <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and, and it's
0: And I it's realized
1: not, it before it happened. It's not shown exactly how the Hornswoggle manages this. It's not shown yeah. exactly how the Hornswoggle so perfect. It, it's almost like she was on like rollers. Like, like she was on cast- Like the she'd car. been working
0: underneath a car. You do <laughs> see, you do have an amazing shot after they do this of her with the axe buried in her head and it's sort of in the background as the two yeah. <laughs> surviving leads are still like parsing this situation. You see Jenny with the axe just like Smoothly scooped back into the fireplace, <laughs> like Hornsaw is like, ah, yeah, your work his an excellent job. They bought it. Come they with me, it. darling.
2: But but Sophie, who was a soup, was a complete wimp, was in a superhero for about two minutes. Yeah. yeah, and
0: then she's like, I'm sorry, I've been an idiot. Then she shattered again. <laughs> she's shattered again. Okay, I do have, I do have to say. So they escape and they get to a car. Okay, <laughs> uh, that I don't think it has keys. Uh, because I, I, things start to get patchy this way. They get to a car. The first thing out of Sophie's mouth after she and her dipshit boyfriend Barry and Axe in their dear friend's head, the f- like literally thirty seconds of movie time later, the first thing out of Sophie's mouth is, "Why did you leave me when we were running away from the leprechaun earlier?" Well yeah, then she decides to yeah, work on the not commitment like, issue. Hey. We just snuffed out a human existence.
1: That's not like... Why do
0: I feel so alive? Yeah. That's not on the conversational table.
2: They really bounce back quickly. They get in in this truck, and they have this little confrontation where at least Ben, the only character we see out of Ben is, Shut up! What? I, I came back! And then she makes... When they can't find the keys, she makes this gigantic leap of logic... That the keys have to be on impaled Ian, 30, 30 feet away in a shed, a character that they didn't know was impaled. They didn't they know. know was, did yeah, not I
1: know mean, his relationship to the truck. They did how? not know
0: this is Ian's truck. He'll have the keys.
1: And she just says, "That's Ian Jenkins the over there.
0: He's a teacher at the local school."
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they come up with this uh, plan. Question mark, where they were just going to get out of the car at the same time and just run and just, like, I guess, flip a coin to see who the leprechaun's going to eviscerate? Uh, spoiler alert, it's Ben.
0: Um, <laughs> Wait, did but they, get the they part- had a Wait. huge flaw in their plan, which was Ben was supposed to distract the leprechaun, except the leprechaun can't see Ben because he barely exists. Yeah. Right. So and he's a really bad distraction. The leprechaun who can bash in the metal
1: roof of the, of the truck but can't break the windshield. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. There's so many sh- – there, there, There are, like, six or seven shots. There are six or seven sequences where the Hornswoggle is trying to punch in the windshield. It's a very, very specific activity for the Hornswoggle to continue to attempt to do and mysteriously just fail every single time. Hornswoggles Uh, are allergic to beds and windshields.
0: We uh, missed, by the way, uh, Crying Son and uh, Mean Dad uh, had a run-in of sorts where he helped them escape. By pulling a gun on his dad and then his dad sort of like, oh, no, this fought. comes later. No,
1: that's later. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. right, go ahead and break it down.
0: I thought we've dipped but, into don't it. Don't we
1: have the in the
0: attic scene here? Well, we can't skip Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. No, right?
1: we should. We should fucking skip Ben. We no, should well, skip how Ben gets. I, let me snuck. let
0: me run through it real quick. So Sophie does a shitty job of finding the keys. They do not return to the truck because they're surprised to see the Hornswoggles there. So they run for the cabin. They get in the cabin. They run through the farmhouse. At one point, the Hornswoggle just runs in, looks at them, and they're like, uh, yeah, and they get inside. (laughs) And so, like, they go running... And they fail to realize how doors work, so they lock one door, leaving one wide open. <laughs> Hornswoggle grabs Ben, and he looks at Sophie and goes, Run! Or go! Or whatever. Hornswoggle drags Ben back into another room, rips his spine out. Thereby fulfilling the prophecy that he w- was spineless. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> now, literally. And you could see the director and the writer being very smug about that And he's that got moment. the
2: biggest-ass spine! Oh my god, it's huge spine! It's like Sydney, a leg! Yeah. Yeah. Sydney
0: pointed out to me that... Uh, if you have, like, a uh, a spine, like, that you, you're you using to, like, display, if you have, like, a model one, the, it has this metal thing on the end where you use to hang it up, and she, in the one scene when they show Ben's oh spine pulled God, out, no. she pointed there, and she said, do you see that metal thing at the end of his spine? I was like, yeah. She said, yeah, that's the hook they used to put those on display. <laughs> they probably could have using that.
2: <laughs> well, that might answer my question. Maybe the hook was gold. Because why did he pull Ben's spine? Why well, did he do it? Yeah, why? Does why? He, why is the I thought Hornswoggle he motivated by gold.
1: Yeah. Uh, so- okay, so we, we should touch on the Hornswoggle's number one supernatural ability. He has predator vision, right? He's yeah, got predator huh? vision. But as far as I can tell, it's it, everything is gold, so he's seeing gold. But he also sees all human outlines as gold. Is it...
0: And handprints. And handprints. And handprints is gold. Are we...
1: Is everyone in Ireland just injected with gold? Do they have gold in their blood? Like, as soon as you step on Irish soil, you are part gold, and that's how you get tracked? We're at at 48 minutes. Okay, well, that's easy, because then they go into the attic, and nothing happens for 10 fucking minutes. It happens,
2: but once again, we see the ineptitude of the shotgun, because uh, Crying Boy fires off about eight shots yeah. in yeah, a 10 by 10 room he's, and can't hit the leprechaun.
1: He's using the auto shotgun power weapon from GoldenEye 007 with the infinite ammo cheat on. Uh, somehow misses the, the leprechaun. Nothing happens in the attic. Then dad
2: goes falling down the stairs. Dad, he, the dad finds them
1: and then uh, Crying Son turns his, his gun on his dad and does the most acting. I, I imagine the other actors in the movie were really pissed off at redhead Donald Logue at this point in the film because he acted a hundred times harder than any by us in the movie
0: and, and I he used people- up all the acting he, he used, used up the all the acting, acting. Yeah, I bet they talked to him he is the him. only person in the movie who is acting
1: and they talked to him after the, after the shoot and were like hey man um, we're all just trying to like get by we're all just trying to like do a job <laughs> here. acting hey oh. did you know that this is a WWE Studios production and like
0: yeah. I have a douche commercial later on this afternoon <laughs> and I really need to like fucking save my okay, energy so so Hornswoggle
2: looks right at him and then turns and goes and kills dad. Yeah. Because kills- he hates his dad.
1: Hates his and dad. And so while
0: he's eating Hamish, he's, uh, the Hornswoggle is also outside attacking the truck. Yeah. Like, yeah. simultaneously. It, it happens within two seconds of each other in movie time. So she gets to the truck, right, with the keys. Starts the truck. What? The leprechaun's on the back of the truck. No She's way. Driving. Still having yes. trouble with that a windshield, though. Still can't penetrate. W- having some real windshield trouble. She's driving. She buckles her seatbelt. and It's then a PSA she-
2: for seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. She
0: seems to slam on the brakes or hit a ditch or something. Hornswoggle goes flying. Well, that would have so, cost too much special effects, Travi. She hits the
1: invisible barrier that she keeps tripping over, over and over and <laughs> yes. over and over and over and over. So uh, she
0: starts running. She runs so hard it becomes daytime. She's running. <laughs> she through... runs.
1: She runs so hard she rotates the earth to the point of mm-hmm. day. And, and she, she
0: gets to the cemetery from the opening. What connection? She finds the bag full of gold. She that trips. The first couple seems to drop.
2: She trips over a bag of gold
0: that I – honestly, guys, if you know the plot – like, remember the plot that I told you that is the reason why they're doing all this shit? The idea that someone would have a bag of gold doubloons is, like, not even part of the thing in the thing. Like, it makes no sense in the context of the plot. (laughs) Like, it wasn't, like, a key to the mystery this whole time. There are crazy gold coins in this person's bag for no reason, because it was a mining town. Like, they just mined the gold out of the thing. There's no... Well, they were insanity. they were returning those to a museum. Yeah, these belong in a museum. And,
2: and thank God nobody looked where all the grave markers were. Yeah. So, but anyway, so she trips over it. All of a sudden, there's Hornswoggle up in her face. She throws the gold doubloons up in the air, grabs a conveniently placed machete...
1: And kills hornswall. Wait, you can't now. Wait, After this she whole says, movie was written around this single line. They came up with this line, and they're like, "Fuck yeah, you. we don't
0: need to write anything else, guys. This one's gonna. This is this is it. Griffin, this is the line we're gonna hang the rest of the movie on." Griffin, I don't mean to take away from you, but that line is actually stolen from the earlier Leprechaun from movies. the first Leprechaun movie, and the line is. Fuck
1: you, Lucky Charms. If it was delivered like that, maybe. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. No, it was. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Like it was. The, it was the worst. Like, fuck you, Lucky Charms. Like it was the wor- worst. It was the worst. And then
0: aside from mattresses and windshields, apparently the horn Swaggle's only weakness is a machete to the neck. Like, all I could think is, has nobody just tried killing it? Why hasn't anybody tried to kill him in all these years? They, these guys have a foolproof plan for luring this piece of shit into a house. They have a plan for that.
2: They have shotguns! Yeah, they have
0: shotguns. They have a plan for luring him into the house. They, they can lock it from the outside. There's no other exit. There is... It is insane to me that they have not burned this fucker to the ground. Instead, yet. Like, they've just killed what seems to be hundreds of twenty-somethings. Yes. Yeah, so many twenty-somethings. So, so anyway,
1: she CDs. runs. She runs past the barrier stones. Then it pans out, and then you see a bunch of shapes moving in the wheat, as if to say, "There's a whole family of horn
0: well, a, a murder, a yeah. murder of hornswoggles. And here, I don't is, think you see the shapes. I was looking. You hear the noise, and it's definitely I, implied. Here, I didn't see any shapes you, moving. You, I saw the, a few trails in the grass. Yeah. There is, we've been recapping this movie for 50 minutes, okay? The movie itself takes approximately 28 minutes longer. Well, we did not. a bad, we did a bad we, job then. But no, here's the thing. It's a 78-minute movie. I thought it was 90. No, no, my friend, you think it's 90 because they made this credits? It's a 78-minute movie and then there's 13, 13 minutes, <laughs> minutes of credits. Of cre- 13 <laughs> minutes of credits <laughs> In because a between every card of credits there's like a five second shot of just like the set, <laughs> cro- the props table, yeah, in the basement. Like, you, ter- you remember how we were saying it's so slow and it's all boring? They were just trying to get to seventy eight minutes because they were like, "Listen, I can stretch the credits out for thirteen minutes there, max." I timed
2: and, it, and, and there are and,
0: thirteen minutes,
2: and they will throw up three cast members or crew members, and then this loving, lingering,
0: moving shot over weapons or something that was tree, in their basement, a toilet, yeah. Okay, and I want to stress that the whole time I was watching this movie it felt like the prologue to another movie and I guess it is because it's it's Origins Origins. but this felt like what should have been that one minute long scene at the beginning of the movie before the interesting characters with dynamic personalities showed up also the Origins thing is insane right? because unless the next movie is like and then he became fucking super cool and rad and dressed in sweet shit and said his great great grandson who immigrated to him America, it was it's super. Cool. It is.
1: It is the most generic. Like to, to take this franchise, which is l- l- like one of the one of the best like comedy horror movies. Fucking Leprechaun Four in Space is the is the craziest movie. In the in the beginning of that movie, somebody kills the leprechaun, but he becomes a ghost, and then somebody pees on his corpse,
0: and he travels up the pee stream and infects somebody's dick. That's <laughs> that's. I've never watched a Leprechaun movie, and instantly, as soon as I was done, I went and watched the trailers for – because sort of like they'd been on at parties or whatever, but I never sat down and watched one. And I had more fun watching one trailer for one actual Leprechaun movie than I did in this entire time. Uh, okay, so let's rate the movie. The categories are totally scarifying, totally snorifying, or frighteningly funny. It's not snor- f- a spookily good bad. That, was <laughs> spookily that good one? bad. It, okay, that's that's one of the most common ones. Totally scarifying. Totally scar. I'm it's- gonna give. Okay, I'm gonna give this movie. Is one warmy boner good or bad? <laughs> I think it's bad. It's the worst, right? It's totally snorifying. It. Okay, it's a it's a terrible. It's movie. fucking
1: terrible. It's not. It's it's it is a joyless. Like a- a- anything that can be good. In a horror movie? Because there are lots of ways that a horror movie can be good. Just just isn't, literally none of that is present The only thing quality about it is the opening aerial
2: sequence where they go zoom. It looks like one of those PBS specials where they fly over
0: Ireland. Yeah, that's gorgeous. We actually do need to give ratings now. So my rating is, I'm going to give, I guess it's totally snorifying, I guess. I think One Army Boner is good, bad. Okay, so I'm going to say totally snorifying. It's literally, it's... It's I don't it's watch a, a lot of bad movie. movies cuz I'm like careful I guess and I read reviews before. So I don't know if a lot of bad bad movies like this. It is nothing. There's no, there's not there's that one five minute sequence that I mentioned that's worth watching the rest of it is just it's really it, it's really, it really that there are no reveals
2: movie. there you are can, no twists wait
0: dad what's your rating Ugh. totally scarifying totally snorifying or one warmy boner if it's not totally
2: tot- snorifying yeah, let me add one last thing okay
0: the people who wrote
2: this movie the
0: people involved with
2: in this movie should be burned at the stake oh my god okay. and then have their ashes pissed on
1: okay, okay. wow but then they could travel up the piss to infect oh, the dick oh yeah dip. that's
0: right uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's
1: totally snorifying it's nothing it's bad it's so it's it's nothing it's not even bad except
0: for the five minutes of whoopsie daisy murder that's fun that's pretty okay that's pretty fun it's, but it's, the rest of it is
1: you can tell what the intention was like almost the entire time and the intention was let's rip off like there's a there's the look under the door and see something moving thing from signs like the, the intention is so obvious but they fucking drop the ball like in order for a, a movie to be truly bad and enjoyable I feel like it has to be
0: completely inscrutable what they were going for but it's just sort of like well, a, it also a, needs to be sincere and nothing about this movie felt sincere that's no, seven, I running up. Time tells you everything you need to know. Let's just get to the end, guys. Let's just get something. It's time for form. letters. It's time for letters. Going to letters.
1: What's the... what he sings a song every time, right? Yeah, just
0: it's make, different make up a song. song. It's, it's not like it. letters. It's not quite,
2: it's not oh, we got letters. We get your letters every day. Mailbag, mailbag here
1: today. Reach right in and pull one out. <laughs> It's letter today. What was that note? That, no, old sing, jingle. Sing, that sing fucking ruled. I need that's you to sing to me an answer for what that squish sound was in the middle. That was I was trying to rip open an envelope. <laughs> sing it uh, to me. Reach right in and pull one out. <laughs> okay.
0: Justin, read a letter. Smooth as butter. Uh, so so dancer. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the Flophouse house cat. <laughs> I would have been disappointed if we, if we went the whole episode and he didn't stop by. <laughs> we told him that we were recording and... It's, um,
2: it's more accurate to... <laughs> I can, get, I
1: can get my cat and just sort of squeeze him into the microphone and see what sounds no, come out. No, that's unnecessary. Letters. Uh, all right, let's rip them. And these are specifically, all of these are addressed to the actual host of this show, so this should be interesting. To my three dear Floppatrons, on your last episode where much of the discussion was bafflingly focused on civet civet, civet, coffee, Uh, and during what appeared to be one of your typically pointless diversions, so the truths of the universe were revealed. I've always wondered why George Clooney, when searching for the motivation for his well-groomed man enjoying hot beverage in the Nespresso advertisement, chose the expression acting classes classify as turbo smirk, turbo smirk bordering on douchebag. What is so inherently amusing about hot but not boiling water being forced through roasted beans to create an intense flavor experience? It's also clear to me now. On the cutting room floor must be scene after scene of Clooney expectorating coffee from a small squirrel's anus by vigorously jumping on his tail up and down. So the look Clooney deploys is clearly, I've just been forcing an espresso out of a squirrel's ass, and it's fucking hilarious. Thank you so much for solving a mystery as old as time itself. Lisa, last name withheld, from Bristol, United Kingdom.
0: What? What does any of that mean?
1: I don't know what any of that means. I mean, typically our MO is to answer questions,
0: so there was no question here. That was just sort of a celebration. Yeah, uh, and you knew we were going to be here, and you still wrote that inscrutable email. I just feel like you're not taking advantage of the of the the personalities that you have here in front of you.
1: Just because you wanted to take advantage of saying squirrel's anus. Yeah, let's drop what? this. Let's drop this one. This one's okay. going to be a, this one's going to be a club banger. Dropped it like it's hot. I have a. Qu- oh, thanks, Dad. I have a question. A few months ago, I was at the opening night of Fast and the Furious 7. I've seen every F&F movie in the theaters, by the way, because I'm winning at life. The typical opening night audience consists of mostly teenage boys laughing and clapping and shouting at the screen, as I believe the movies were intended to be seen. As you know, before the seventh movie is finished filming, Paul Walker died. At the end of the movie, spoiler alert, his character is still alive, but they've basically retired him, and Vin Diesel narrates a very heartfelt and gravelly voice send-off to the character, by extension the actor. It's actually quite touching. When the credits rolled, I noticed that every boy there who had been hooting and hollering throughout the movie was... Uh, getting up and leaving very quickly and manfully wiping their eyes. I've never seen so many teenagers simultaneously trying to hide their tears, and it was awesome. My question is, have any of you experienced a similarly memorable audience moment at a movie? It can be funny, sad, disgusting, or all three. And did your audience affect your enjoyment
0: of the movie? Keep on flopping. Mary, last name withheld. I uh, definitely I have one. It's my, one of my favorite movie theater stories to tell. We went to see the Johnny Depp remake of, uh, of Willy Wonka. And it is not a good movie, so we were not very interested. But when when Johnny Depp offers the uh, the candy, you know, factory to uh, to Charlie Bucket, a little kid about five rows in front of us jumped to his feet, pointed at the screen, uh, screen, and yelled, "I knew it!"
1: it was <laughs> That's one of good.
0: my favorite moments spe- I've ever seen. Specifically, Fast
1: and Furious Seven. I cried a lot um i cried I, I don't have any tears left in me still to this day because of how much i cried at the end of that movie and i was so i was weirdly excited in that moment where vin diesel was giving that monologue and everybody was like saying goodbye to paul to cgi paul walker and i was just crying so hard because i had this thought i was there seeing it with friends and i had this thought of like oh boy when the lights come up me and my friends are all going to look at each other crying in this vulnerable place and we're going to be so much closer as friends and the lights came up dry perfectly dry, oh. stone-faced, heartless monsters. I, uh, I cried. I think they channeled all their tears into me because I so, so
0: fiercely I cried. You were their you, ca- you carried that crossbow. Uh, not in a movie theater, but uh, I was uh, dating a girl, uh, and I watched a film with her family. It was a beloved eighty sitcom classic. And at the end of the film, the credits began to roll, and I noticed that her mother had tears in her eyes, and she said, completely stone-faced to me, I just feel like everybody should have an Uncle Buck.
2: <laughs> fucking the vest. Oh, my God. That's right, very good. I, I got one on Justin. It's not that funny. We went and saw... Well, crank it up, my man. We went and saw Iron Giant. Oh, oh my yeah. God. We yes. went and saw Iron Giant, and it got to the end of the movie and he just superman spoiler alert. and Justin and I are are I mean really the the waterworks are flowing the lights come up and Justin's your mom turns to us and went <laughs> it didn't affect her at all yeah, no, it's no, a
1: cartoon robot sure oh, do you not feel that okay we, uh, um, we need to start we need to start wrapping up do you guys have any movie recommendations cuz the only movie I've watched in the last like month was speed and I'll go ahead and recommend it cuz that movie fucking rules um we're, we're doing a Keanu film series with my friends here in Austin. We did Point Break and then Speed, and I think Speed is the superior film out of the two, which may be heresy to say, uh, but it's good. It's got
0: Keanu Reeves in it. has got Sandra Bullock.
1: They have to drive a bus real fast.
0: I watched an uh, excellent documentary called uh, An Honest Liar about James Randi. Uh, it has oh, a yeah. really in- insane arc. Like there's an actual. It's, it starts out more of like a career retrospective, and then in the last third, it has like not just an arc, but like an arc that both sort of challenges and highlights the themes of, like, truth and right. the importance of truth-telling he, that, that he, James Randi he, has been highlighting for the entire he, film. If you don't
1: know who he is, he's a magician who's also a professional sort of uh, debunker, debunker. Um, like almost like yeah. Houdini, but then something happens at the end of the movie that is, like, you you could not write it i actually had some ethical concerns with that movie because there's explicitly a scene where he says you cannot include this in the documentary you cannot include this in the documentary and they included it in the documentary now they do say in the credits so that he gave
0: permission to use all the footage so what about you trab Um, I have come to the realization recently that there may be people in the world who have not watched Blazing Saddles, which is my favorite movie in the world, and I just watched it like on Tuesday. So if you haven't watched Blazing Saddles, it is, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest comedy movie ever made, so you should go watch it. Well,
2: I got one. We were flying back from L.A., and Justin watched The Taking of Pelham 123, the original version with Robert Shaw and Walter Matthau, and it blew him away. I watched it. Sitting next to him He had the little Screen in the In the seat in front of him I couldn't hear the dialogue And I watched it And remembered how Fantastic
0: a movie the, it is The ironic thing about that Is I watched that Because Elliot Kalin said that It was the The one movie If he could only watch one movie That's the movie that he would watch So that's why I Watched it That movie So it's the Full circle of life Um Let's do some Let's, let's get out of here Let's do some uh, Quick promos Uh I'm gonna be doing uh the next one in my uh screening series at the ninety-two y Tribeca. I'm showing um two for the Bronx. It's a Frank Capra classic. Uh I'm gonna be joined by Al Madrigal for that. And uh, I hope you all can come out. Me and Tim League are
1: kicking off a new film series uh here uh at the at the uh at the Alamo Draft House, The Ritz, of course, on six. Uh we're gonna be screaming streaming and screaming. It's a new series we're calling Streaming and Screaming, and we're gonna be uh showing some uh some uh old 88-millimeter reels of uh, just uh, uh, silent movies, but we dubbed sound into them, so you're really going to enjoy this. And
0: I just won an Emmy for
1: my writing on the day. Okay,
0: good. Okay, good. And... I have a uh, a
2: cheese sandwich with horseradish that's screaming oh my, my name. Oh, my
0: God. Um, everybody, if you uh, enjoyed this, which you probably didn't because we're different from the other people, <laughs> and you miss the other people, you should go listen to the Adventure Zone, our Dungeons & Dragons podcast that we're usually on that they are currently hosting. Also, so go check out the Adventure Zone. If you did enjoy us, we have another podcast called My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show that we do without our dad, uh, so it gets blue. Um <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you can listen to that as well. Um, I just want to say quickly before we, we wrap here, um, it, it like Flophouse is genuinely one of my favorite, favorite podcasts yeah, for sure. on the planet that yeah. I've been like mainlining uh, for the past few months. And to get to actually uh, record one and sort of like uh, uh, sit in for, for those guys is like it, – it, I, I don't use this word loosely. It, is, it has been a genuine honor. Yeah, So I
1: thank uh, you so and, much for, for letting us do but that. But what I will say is if we had to do this every two weeks and we had to watch a Leprechaun origin-style movie every two weeks, I would cut my head off and I would throw it in the ocean.
2: Yeah, that's, th- that's falling on our sword for him. I yeah, think. It, was, it was miserable.
0: Oh,
1: fuck. Uh, happy October. I have been Griffin McElroy. I have been Travis McElroy. I have been Clint McElroy.
0: You just stared at me like, what do I do now? Well, I didn't know the order. Fuck,
2: dude. I said I'd go last and you know your name. You just said fuck to your father.
0: I am and will remain to be for the foreseeable future Justin McElroy. (laughs) Thanks for watching, everyone. This is a show. No, it's a (laughs) podcast. You listened. Fuck. Gotcha. (laughs) MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Oh, hey there, everybody. I'm Guy Branham, and welcome to Pop Rocket, a new weekly show picking over the pop culture we all love to love. With me to talk TV, film, music, and anything else entertaining are journalist Margaret Wobbler, academic, writer, and DJ Oliver Wang, digital strategist Winter Mitchell, and comedian Santina Muha.
1: It's an intellectual and incredibly snark-filled discussion about pop culture by five cranky Hollywood 30-somethings. No name-calling, no rudeness, just straight talk and a lot of role play. I'm only
0: 30-something for another year. Me too. And I don't (laughs) tell anybody I'm 30-something. Pop Rocket comes out every week from MaximumFun.org.